There are two things you need to be considering before re-signing that lease. No, I'm not going to tell you to go buy a house because that's not always everybody's situation or circumstance. They don't have the capacity yet, or maybe they're just not ready. But there's two things you really need to be thinking about that I can offer as a suggestion to you. Number one, you have been in a circumstance where maybe you've been living in a lease, right, under a lease, and the terms of that lease, whatever brought you to that lease contract, whatever reason why you're renting, you should always consider at least six months out before that lease ends. You should start really planning on negotiating with your landlord or the property management company, okay? And many times that I've talked to our clients, so many people don't know that they can actually negotiate that. Remember, you're dealing in the world of real estate and pretty much anything else in life, it's negotiable, right? And at the very least, the worst thing you're gonna hear is no, right? Think about it as if you were buying a house and you did hire an awesome realtor, right? You're gonna want them to negotiate under the best terms that would be advantageous to you, right? So in this circumstance, why would you want to, why wouldn't you want to negotiate the best terms on a lease that really benefit you? When this lease is coming up for renewal, typically you would have to give notification to the landlord a majority of the time it's 60 days, but let's just say 30 to 60 days. And you have to give this notification so that they can decide whether you're going to stay there or not. So, if you've been a good renter and you've paid on time, the likelihood is that they want you to stay. They want to keep collecting your money because you're reliable, you're dependable, and um, you're consistent with paying on time. So, think of it like this. If you've been paying on time and you're dependable and reliable, they're going to want you to stay, which means you've built value. You've demonstrated negotiation leverage. And what I mean by that is that the leverage that you're going to be using is you're going to come to your property management company or the landlord and you're going to want to present them the idea that in this new lease contract that you're going to be signing in the terms of it you're going to want to negotiate them to write into the lease contract that you have the ability to break the lease if you demonstrate proof that you're purchasing a house in the future or within that lease contract okay 
I'm going to hear it. I'm going to say it again. If you break the lease because you can demonstrate evidence that you're purchasing a home, you'll be able to break that contract without no lease penalty being held against you. Okay? These are terms that you can actually add in to a lease contract. And a lot of times, most of us are going to be scared to ask. And I'm telling you, don't be scared. Ask. Present it to them. Let them know that you have hopes, you have dreams, and you're just not in a position to move forward with those dreams at this time. Again, the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say no. They're unable to do so. Okay. However, if you do get it accepted, you want to make sure you have it in writing. It doesn't matter if they're going to get back to you because they have to ask a manager. What I would do the same day is I would email them and I would send them something that's paper trail that says, this is just, let's say you're sending them an email. This is just a formal notice in writing that I have arrived today to provide you notification of renewing my lease contract. Just want to resummarize my request to add a clause that allows me to break the lease contract with no penalty should I provide you evidence that I am purchasing a home. Okay. That evidence can be many things. And the most solidified thing you can provide them is an executed contract of your intent to purchase a home. This means that you've identified a property, you have come into an agreement with both yourself and the seller. This proof of documentation is very similar to when somebody has to request a withdrawal from their 401k. When people have to withdraw from their 401k, I would say 95 to 98% of the time, that 401k company is gonna ask them for evidence and that purchase contract is the evidence. Now, you definitely want to make sure that you are in a solid place with your credit, your financing. You want to have the most assurance that you can from a financing standpoint that you will avoid or minimize any problems or obstacles that can come in your way. And so you want to take the most peace of mind approach that you can without having any kind of stress or interruptions in your life when you're purchasing a house. And there's very many ways to, I don't even know if that's a correct sentence, very many ways. There's many ways to really try to assure that for yourself and minimize the risks involved. Okay, so that's why educating yourself six months prior to the lease being broken is crucial to understand where you're at with your credit, your mortgage financing, 
anything that raises self-doubt about being able to get financed completely. Okay? Because when you do go under contract, you want to make sure that the chances of you moving forward with that house that you're purchasing be a new home or be a what we call a previously loved home, you do want to make sure that everything's going to go well for you, especially if you're providing notice to the landlord or the private management company, the property management company, that you're leaving and you're breaking the lease and you've demonstrated evidence. Okay. Those are some important things to consider and a suggestion when you're deciding to renew this lease. Give yourself the flexibility and the breathing room that you'll need so that you're in a position to break that lease should you be in a situation where it calls for it. Now, there's a second option that I haven't spoken about. And it's a option that it's not provided by many companies. It's not a traditional thing. But it is something that our team provides. And that's the ability to break your lease even though you have penalties. Okay? I'm going to say that again. You have the ability to break the lease even though you're going to incur a penalty. And what is done is that once we know what that penalty is, which is something you want to do early on in the process, you want to pull out the lease contract, maybe even communicate with your landlord and your private the property management company and get an exact amount, exact dollar amount of what that is. And what we do is with our lease buyout program, we have the capacity to be able to buy out 80 to 100% of that dollar amount, okay? Typically, the lease penalty here in Florida is about two months worth of rent. So if you pay $1,500 a month, that means that your penalty fee is more than likely gonna be around $3,000. Now imagine that if somebody pays 80% of that, that means we're rebating you $2,500 that you could use so that you could pay out your lease. And that leaves you with $500 to pay out of pocket. $500 that you'll have to spend, which will obviously break even at some point because when you pay rent, you're not gaining anything out of it, right? Other than having shelter over your head which is just as valuable. But if you're already going to have shelter over your head from a purchase of a new house, those $800 of rent become a mortgage payment, and that mortgage payment has a little bit more value to you as well. Okay? The lease buyout program, the way we're able to do this, we do it in different ways. Whether it's a seller or a builder, we can negotiate a 
again, I said it again, <laughs> negotiate. Anything's negotiable. We can negotiate for a builder or a seller to pay out that lease. We can negotiate them to provide you more credits towards your closing costs that will allow you to keep more of your own money in your pocket. And if you can keep money in your own pocket, you can utilize that same money to pay off the lease. So there's different ways of structuring this thing. But the most important part is that some form of credit is being provided to you to alleviate the penalty cost fee. A second way that we do it is we actually do it from our commissions. We calculate what your purchasing power is, what you're looking to purchase, and we have a general idea in a very conservative way as to how much we're going to earn. And we can communicate this to you in our consultation with you before we actually even go out and look for a house. And we put it in writing. That way, everybody's on the same page. Everybody can move forward with the next steps and have a sense of peace that this is not something that's going to affect you. Now, I must say, we would much prefer <laughs> that you go with option one and negotiate with your landlord or the property management company to write in this clause to be able to break the lease without any lease penalty being held against you. Because we're still going to try to negotiate the best deal when it comes to purchasing your house. Okay. In addition to that, you got to think of the different circumstances. You might be a person that your lease is coming up in two to three months and you actually have to provide notice. So really that only leaves you for like a month worth of time to actually look at a house and get approved for it. Um, get into the process and get to closing. You have some wiggle room there, but it doesn't leave you with a lot of time. And you gotta think of your situation. If you wanna provide yourself some breathing room and you wanna add a couple more months, two or three, four months to give yourself enough time to peacefully look for a house without being pressured with time, renewing that contract for another six or seven months and putting that negotiation clause in there, that's gonna help a lot. And imagine if you decide with the option of buying a brand new house that generally takes anywhere from four to six, seven months, depending who the builder is, you need that time. You need that time to allow them to build the house while you serve the rest of the term of your lease contract. Okay, how perfect of a situation would that be? That you buy yourself six, seven months, you start seeing your house being built, and all you really gotta do is focus on keeping your finances stable, keeping your credit stable, 
and just start preparing and coordinating your move from choosing the schools around that new house, understanding the groceries and the supermarkets and everything that's accessible to you. That's a perfect situation right there. Credit and financing money, money that you're gonna need for the home buying process. These are things that are discussed in our home buyer consultation, but these are also things that you have to think about that when you are renewing the lease and trying to determine what the term is of that lease before proposing to have them enter this clause to allow you to break the lease with no penalty fee. These are two items of areas that in the consultation, we can educate someone what the plan is, what the expectation is, so that they can give themselves enough time to work on these two different areas. Credit and financing money for the, the actual house. All right. So these are some suggestions. I hope you found this uh, topic today to be very, very much valuable. Um, as I know that it's helped many others and it's something that I want to put public because I figured it would be a good topic for people to learn about. Hey guys, any comments, thumbs up, sharing, all that good stuff. I can, I appreciate anything that you guys do and utilize, uh, when I want to keep this thing going, keep educating, uh, the Tampa market and beyond. And if there's anything else you guys want me to talk about, just let me know. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.